0: A Stargate Rewatch Podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Rachel.
1: And today we're talking about Stargate SG-1 Season 4, Episode 15, Chain Reaction.
0: Not at all what I thought it was going to be about. No? <laughs>
1: so no. What, what, what did you think it was going to be about?
0: Um, I thought the Chain Reaction was going to be some sort of off-world thing, or, you know, relating to some sort of scientific artifact or or something
1: well i mean it i think this is one of those ones where the episode title kind of have a, has a dual meaning yeah because there is kind of an off-world science chain reaction thing that happens in this yeah. true yes true so, yes all right yeah yeah okay um, okay, so before we get into the episode proper, we do have some news. It has once again been confirmed that Stargate SG-1 is leaving Netflix as of November 30th. Um, like when you log on to Aww. Netflix and you open it, it has that only available until November 30th thing, which we kind of saw coming with the whole Amazon buyout and it's now available on Amazon. So kind of saw this coming, but it is confirmed Stargate is leaving Netflix at the end of this month.
0: So is it going to be free on Amazon?
1: I mean, as long as you have an Amazon Prime account, it is free. It's it's part of the Amazon Prime subscription service.
0: Okay. All right. I really hope that means we don't lose any of the people that actually listen to us because we probably have like <laughs> I four anyway.
1: So Yeah, Um, I don't, I'm not sure about other countries. As far as I know, this is US specific. And I know sometimes there's different sort of rights in different countries and how all that works out. So as far as I know, this news is kind of specific to the US, I think, because I don't have a VPN. So I can't like Log in from some other country and see, like, what Netflix says. It's possible. It's worldwide. It might only be the U.S. I don't know. Um, But if for some reason...
0: yeah, Updates on that would be welcomed in the emails.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if for some reason you have never seen Stargate before and are watching it simply because of this podcast, I hope you continue to find a way to watch it. Uh, There are DVDs that exist out there. Check your local library. For those, because um, libraries are a great resource for things like that, and uh, yeah, so but the magic continue. Yes, but I will say the because I've been like watching it at, like Prime, like checking on like Netflix and stuff, and the 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 version of the show that's on Amazon Prime is much better than the version of the show that's on Netflix. It's like in the widescreen format without the weird hard cut to black commercial. Break things that happen. It's also so you know in in the first episode, Children of Gods, there's that you know nude scene with the Jare in the beginning when she gets the gold put in her. So the entire series on Netflix is rated TV MA, and um no no other nudity. It's disappointing. Yeah, even though that's like the only instance of nudity and stuff, and it's not like rated that way on Amazon Prime. So. There was some feeling that that might possibly turn, like, families off from watching because it's rated TVMA. Why should my eight-year-old watch this? That's not a good thing. So, it's the the ratings on Amazon are appropriate to, like, what it actually is outside of that one episode. So.
0: so, if we're watching it on Amazon and we see further nude warnings, we can actually get excited.
1: Yes, but there won't be any more nudity warnings because there is no further nudity in the show. <sighs> Well, actually, now I'm going to wonder when we get to uh, Fallen, Season 7, Episode 1, if there will be a <laughs> warning, and also <laughs> Threads, and also Threads in Season 8. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll okay.
0: see. We'll all find out together, kids. we all know I don't remember.
1: <laughs> yes, we will. We'll find out. I'll see if I can make a mental note to remember in, like, two years when we get to Season 7. <laughs> 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 to check yeah. what the Amazon rating is yes. on that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So shall we get to this week's episode? Let's do it. Okay. So as we said, this is Chain Reaction. It originally aired on January fifth, two thousand one. So there was about a three month break from episode fourteen to this one. So ah, like so it's movie. coming back from hiatus? Coming back from a bit of a hiatus, yep. Uh, it's written by Jim and Paul Molly, directed by Martin Wood, and on the commentary we have Martin Wood, Jim Menard, and James Tichner. Oh, nice. So in this episode, SG One must adjust to a new commanding officer when General Hammond steps down, but O'Neill discovers foul play behind the general's resignation. Da na na. Hammond, no. Mm-hmm. Um, So I will say one of the things they talked about in the commentary was how Don decided to sort of play, like, Hammond's emotions about this. And in the script, it could have come across as being a little more angry about things. But the way Don decided to kind of pull it back a bit, they were like, yes, that's, of course, yes. They, you know, were very, very happy and pleased with the choice that uh, made, but that that choice wasn't necessarily explicitly laid out in the, the script for General Hammond. So.
0: No, neat. Yeah. So. I thought it was very interesting how he decided to play it very kind of straight instead of like trying to communicate on multiple levels when while yeah. giving his resignation that he really was just like, nope, done, bye.
1: Yeah, and that, yeah, and when we get to that scene with Jack at, you know, his house and stuff, it's still even there, took a bit of, like, Jack, like, really sort of pulling at him to, like, finally get the truth out of him. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this episode, we open in the SGC, where there is an incoming wormhole. It is SG-1 off-world, and they are pinned down. Sam was able to dial the gate, but they still can't quite get clear enough to actually make it through the gate, Hammond orders the iris opened and we get like staff weapon blasts coming through. So he orders the gate room cleared and the blast doors to be closed. And then we 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 wait and we wait some more and uh, and, and wait, wait, wait some more. And finally, oh, my God, there they are. And like that was that was close. That was Yay. like too close. Yeah, and I like
0: the episodes where they open like straight on the action, like you're yeah. already in it
1: yes uh and if you notice like after sg1 is through and the iris closes you do hear like thuds against the iris like some jaffa apparently i'm guessing like went splat because they followed sg1 through so yeah so up in the briefing room basically sg1 were ambushed on their way back to the gate and they're very lucky Very lucky to have made it back alive and Hammond agrees because he kept the iris open a lot longer than he should have. And if he had actually followed protocol, they would be dead. And yeah, he just, he can't do this anymore. He's tired of like watching his people die. So he's retiring effective immediately as we cut to the opening credits.
0: So I'm wondering if this hadn't happened, what his alternative excuse would have been if he was just like you know what I'm tired
1: (laughs) yeah I mean this was a very convenient thing to have happened to spurn the retiring like right now because as we learn later it does seem to be something that was like you need to do this right now and as he does say later well it's kind of like in the next scene to Jack like when he got this command, like, the Stargate was shut down. This was just supposed to be, like, a little babysitting job for a little bit. And then he was going to retire. And, like, none of this was supposed to have happened. And it's been, like, three years. So I could yeah. see him maybe spinning it that way of just, like, I'm just
0: that I'm whole.
1: This, I'm just, yeah, none of this was supposed to happen. I'm getting old. And I'm, thanks, you know, for all the fishes, but I'm dead, you know. Yeah. Kind of. A-
0: I like how Jack's reply was like, "May I remind you that I was retired." <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of good Jack snark in this episode. I love it so there much. Is. So much. Because he's got like his two main adversaries like in this episode, and it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. So we come back from the opening credits Hammond is packing up his office when Jack comes to like try and talk him out of it but Hammond has made up his mind and there's no talking out of it and this is where we get that conversation about you know the Stargate was inactive he was supposed to you know be here for just a little bit and then retire and none of this was supposed to happen and he's just done with the whole thing there's no changing his mind this is it he's done Mm -hmm. so he goes to leave through the briefing room where we see the rest of SG-1 waiting to say goodbye and here we get another Tilk is funny. Tilk is funny. Uh, he he goes up to Hammond and says that when warriors on Chulak retire, they sing a song of lament in their honor. Luckily, this is not Chulak. So.
0: And there was a beautiful amount of awkward pause. Yes. Yes. There was like it was eye contact, just... eye contact, eye contact. Luckily, we are not on Chulak.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's oh. He's funny. <laughs> Tilk is funny. It's so good. <sighs> so uh, sometime later, the new commander is here and all of the SG teams are lined up in the gate room for his arrival. They don't really know much about him, but hopefully he's not a mm, a hard ass. Mm, it was getting there. Uh, so the new guy comes in and this is Major General Bauer. He says hello, that he's looking forward to working with everyone and then leaves. Like, And that's it. Um, fun thing from the commentary If you notice like after uh, Major General Bauer like kind of Crosses through the scene and like passes off camera uh, Jack kind of does like a double take after him And that's apparently because the Like the female aide That was with him Decided to wink at Jack As she walks by That was not directed That was not scripted That's just something that actress did And they loved it so they kept it <laughs>
0: Oh, really? Oh, I didn't even yep. notice that. Yep. I was paying more attention to the fact that Daniel seemed to be the only non-military person in the room.
1: Yes. I do also find it interesting that they weren't in their, like, dress uniforms. They were just in their sort of standard base. Oh, yeah,
0: that's true.
1: I, I thought, I for some reason, I I, I just have in my mind something that this would require, like, you know, dress uniforms, because this is the new commander of your base. Why would you not be in your, like dress uniform.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just I just noticed that like once once Jack said like Ted Hutt and everybody, you know, standing in at attention, like Daniel was the only one that was just like, hmm.
1: What do I do? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh so then Sam and Daniel are walking through through the halls and talking about how General Bauer is a little um like not awesome and maybe he spent a little too much time in DC. <laughs> And not, you know, as much as, like, with the military. And, uh, unfortunately, Bauer is waiting in Sam's office and kind of overhears a bit of this conversation. Yeah. Uh, Oopsie. But, like, it's fine. He's like, no, nah, it's fine. I get it.
0: I'm the new guy. Um, uh, rule number one, never say anything about someone that you wouldn't also say to someone. Yes. Ah. yes. Yep.
1: Very much. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, So he is, though, very impressed with what Sam has been doing with the Naquita Reactor. And the Pentagon also seems to think that there hasn't been, I guess what you could call, like, a big enough, like, return on investment, if you will, with regard to the Stargate program. Like, for all of the peril that the Stargate has brought to Earth, they haven't really gotten much back in terms of, like, tech and weapons and, like, that kind of stuff. So... Uh, he's here to tell Sam and Daniel that they've been reassigned. Uh, Sam is no longer what? part of SG1. <laughs> Sam's no longer part of SG1 and is being put to use to research full-time the use of NACUDA, basically sort of in conjunction with nuclear weapons. Daniel's just an archaeologist. Why are you on the front line? You're just a consultant, and you'll only go off-world when it's needed.
0: Both of them are like, what?
1: I'm so. what? Um, How dare you
0: break up the crew?
1: I mean, yes, how very dare he? Uh, One of the things Martin Wood says in the commentary here is that a lot of the things General Bauer talks about is kind of a lot of the stuff that fandom talks about, about like, why are these four people together on a team? Like, why is like the smartest scientist on your base on like a frontline military team? Why is Daniel, who's not a military person at all, is, again, just a very smart scientific person on the front line of a military team? Why is the only alien who we could probably learn a lot from scientifically, why is he on the front line of a military team? Again, you know, they are very good questions. But, I mean, we do learn, I think, why these four people are a team and why. I mean, as Martin, though Martin would says, the answer is because it's a TV show. That's why. But mm, yeah. I do think there is more to it. And we do see in the show over the seasons why these four people are the team that they are. But
0: yeah, and it's, yeah. it's even stuff that we've brought up ourselves. of like why yeah. is SG-1 doing everything? Yes.
1: <laughs> why on missions that we yeah. know are sort of purely military missions? Why is Daniel there? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so right, So that's all. So he leaves. And uh, mm-hmm. Jack then goes to see General Bauer to basically complain about the fact that he basically no longer has a team. Uh, and Bauer just has some things to say about the formatting of his mission reports, <laughs> which Jack just kind of smart, maths, smart mouths back to him as he does. And I think is very warranted in this case. And Bauer just lets Jack know that he can't get away with this kind of stuff anymore because th- he's not Hammond and Jack argues that General Hammond kept the four of them together for a reason and I think one of my favorite lines comes out in this conversation where Jack goes the fact is if it wasn't for SG-1 right now you would be sitting there with a snake in your head instead of your head up your ass. <laughs> that, like Jack is oh he's so good at that kind of stuff um yep and so you know uh, that doesn't go over well with Bauer as you would expect. I don't know why, though. I mean, yeah. Uh, So Bara's like, why don't you take some time and figure out if you can get in line with the new status quo or if you're going to just retire again. So Jack goes to visit Hammond at home and first greets his granddaughters uh, in Spanish for some reason, if you can kind of make out what Jack is saying. He's speaking Spanish. (laughs) Maybe they're, they're learning to be bilingual. Perhaps. Uh, fun fact from the commentary, Hammond's house and uh, spoiler alert, Kinsey's house are the same house. So this is the oh. same location. But we, you know, we only see like the kitchen in the backyard of Hammond's house. And then like the front when we get to Kin- when they make this like Kinsey's house. And yeah, it's interesting.
0: So they probably film that stuff on the same day or days then.
1: probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah block shooting. Definitely. I think that this show does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jack is basically there to let Hammond know like what's been happening because in addition to Sam and Daniel being reassigned, Tilk is also now with the SG three team. SG
0: three. Did we ever figure out what SG three was supposed to be?
1: Uh, SG three is the Marines. So they're okay. sort of one of the the main just sort of like military. I think search and rescue kind of like yeah. SG oh. three Marines.
0: Well, doesn't um, really make making- That doesn't really make any sense.
1: It's it's the combat team, and Tilk is a warrior, so he should be in combat. I don't know.
0: Mm, Skeptical eye at that one, but okay.
1: A little bit, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the other thing is Jack really wants to know the actual real reason that Hammond retired. And so during their conversation, Hammond says something interesting. He says that his decision to retire is, quote unquote, out of his hands, which that's not something the person who chose to retire would say. So here we finally get the real story. And it turns out that Hammond was threatened by the N.I.D., They wanted Hammond to basically take over for their little like side hustle of like getting alien tech that because, you know, Hammond had basically shut down both from uh, like when Jack shut down in like Shades of Grey and then like the Russian operation, they also got shut down. And so uh, Hammond told them, no, obviously, that's not something he's going to do. So, uh, a couple days later, uh, a couple of plainclothes guys picked up his granddaughters from school. So, like, they're fine. Nothing happened. Everything was totally cool. But, you know, Hammond got the message, so he retired because that's that's a very extreme thing to have happened. So...
0: And I do like how in this conversation, he was trying to be as cryptic as possible with Jack. And Jack was and he's like, you wouldn't understand it. Jack's like, I won't understand until you tell me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Jack's a smart guy. He'll yeah. get it. He will get yeah. it. Yeah. So where does Jack go from here? Uh, He goes to visit Mayborn in prison. Mayborn.
0: I feel like we need to have <laughs> like a Mayborn... <laughs> Cry, babe,
1: yeah. uh, so back at the SGC in one of the labs, Sam and some of the techs are working on a bomb. Bauer comes in to check on their progress. And apparently they're having issues with the ratio of Naquita to lithium hydride in that they don't have enough refined Naquita. And Bauer's like, that's fine. There's plenty of refined Naquita on P3S452. And Sam's like, that's a ghoul-controlled planet? Like, that's just ghoul central there. And was mm-hmm. like, it's fine. A well am strike force can get it done. Uh, <sighs> uh, every
0: conversation that this guy has with Carter, she's like, um, that's
1: no good very bad wrong,
0: and he's like, meh, whatever. <laughs> <yes>. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much uh, the entire theme of the whole episode.
1: Yeah, I started making my notes, Fuck this guy. Notes after like yes. basically every conversation <laughs> with Bauer. Fuck
0: you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck
1: you. Yeah. Um, I did try to look up lithium hydride. Well, like oh. I did look up lithi lithium hydride. I tried to understand <laughs> lithium hydride. Didn't get my. I did get. I did get a few things out of it. So. Uh, lithium hydride is a solid metal that is it's an entirely man-made substance it also reacts violently with water and can just like explode in extremely humid air so it's apparently quite 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 a volatile compound Mm. which i guess would make it useful in bombs so back with jack and mayborn it seems that mayborn somehow kind of knows what's happened with hammond and that hammond is out and Jack wants to know everything that Mayborn knows and what he needs to do to get this Bauer guy out of the SGC. And Mayborn And, and I have to
0: point out that I have to point out that like there's the strategic lighting, the cross yes. the face lighting as they're sitting at the table that is just like glamorous drama type lighting. Yes. Mostly on
1: yes. Jack. Yes. Yeah. yes. 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 Uh, Jim and Art, Director of Photography. Yeah, he's he's very good at his job, I will say. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Mayborn confirms to Jack that all of this happened because of the SGC shutting down their off-world program again in Shades of Grey and then cut shutting down the rushing gate. Uh, so the only working gate is at the SGC. And the NID, Think Hammond, and the policies currently in place are quote-unquote too soft. At this point, it's unclear if Bauer is actually working for slash with the NID like if he's a member of the NID or if he's just someone that they put in place that they could sort of subtly manipulate to do what they want him to do so yeah. Ma- so Mayborn decides he'll help Jack if Jack does something for him and sort of the best that Quick Jack can- pro club.
0: Was it quid pro quo, quid I even pro
1: quo. It. which yeah. apparently the sort of similarities to this episode and Times of the Lambs are entirely intentional.
0: I, I kind of had a feeling they would be. I really yep. wanted them, one of them to just like out with it of like, would you yeah. like some fava beans or something? But no. do you
1: have no. a nice Chianti, Senator Kinsey?
0: <laughs> which would have been such a Jack thing to say anyway. It totally would yes. have worked, but no. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, so the similarity sense of the Lambs on purpose. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the best that Jack can do is try and get his sort of death penalty sentence commuted to life in prison. So, okay, fine. Uh, the other thing is, so, like, that information that Jack wants, like, the proof of what's going on. Uh, Jack's going to need to get Mayborn out of jail for a few days so he can go and get it. Right. Because, of course, of course, of course.
0: I don't, I always wonder in these kind of things, like, how would someone like Mayborn, who as he described to Jack when they were talking, like, what does he say, like, pretty, one, pretty much everyone that knows me is trying to forget they know me, or like, pretty much mm-hmm. all of my associates, like, how in the world would he actually still get information? I don't, I don't know. I always wonder about those things.
1: Well, it, I think as we see, you know, he has, like, safe houses and things hidden away and things that aren't in his name but are him. And he seems like the kind of guy who thinks he would have enough information to be able to sort of circumvent any safety protocol, safety protocols this type of organization might have in place.
0: Yeah, or just find ways of getting around it. But, you know, yeah. that's was just one of those things of, like... Yeah when in movies or tv shows when they need information they go visit the people in prison
1: like how how do they know i yeah it's just it's one of those things that's just like that's that's the trope and that's the thing
0: how how are the people that are locked up in prison like who's visiting them being like so here's here's the skinny on what's going on like no they'd be like he's in prison fuck that guy
1: yeah. I mean, I suppose it would depend on why the person went to prison and what implications mm. that would have for the organization. You know, in Mayborn's case, he's in prison specifically for being a part of the organization. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Oh well. So back at the SGC, SG3 is incoming. We see Tilk and two other SG members come through the wormhole with one of the SG soldiers helping the other sort of like limp through the gate and so what happened to major Waite? he's dead because you know gold stronghold controlled planet much just badness there but hey don't don't worry tilk got all the naquita <laughs> that they need so yeah, no good <laughs> Tilke, very bad death but that's cool tilk is already over general bauer he's just he's had enough already yeah, of this yeah. new guy yeah yep so Mayborn and Jack then enter a very sparsely furnished apartment. So apparently Jack was able to get Mayborn out on a day pass somehow. And so this is one of Mayborn's little secret places that not even the NID know about. And it's under the name Charles Bliss. And it turns out that the NID keep their files on the internet on various message boards that are, I mean, firewalled and protected and all of that stuff, but still... Message boards on the internet, like really.
0: So this reminds me of one of my favorite bits that Eddie Izzard does, where he's making fun of hackers in movies, and he, you know somebody is sitting in a computer, and he just goes hacking into top secret government computer, double click on yes,
1: <laughs>
0: ah, password protected, twenty billion possible chances, mmm, Jeff,
1: hey. <laughs>
0: And, like, every time I see, like, a hacker in a movie, I just think, hacking into top-secret computer, double-click on yes. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Hacking yeah. in movies is not like hacking in real life. It's really not. No.
0: Especially no. when it's an old computer. It's just glorious. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, sort of, funny thing from the commentary, Tom McBeath, who plays Mayborn, apparently, has no idea how to use a computer like he does not use computers like at all so like all of this techno babble was just like complete gibberish and the few times the camera like focuses like on like his typey hands he's just really like doing nothing because he has no idea what any of this
0: is that would have been funny if he was like you know typewriter single finger typing like
1: (laughs) me that would have been awesome that would have been good yeah Um, (laughs) yeah Um so but apparently so the reason like they put their stuff on message boards is because the NID isn't really just one central organization. It's made up of made up of cells like all over the country and that's how they communicate. And we do see that unfortunately the NID have deactivated his accounts, so Mayborn is going to try and sort of hack in from the back end. Like, of course <laughs> they've deactivated your password. You're in jail. Like, I know. Or somehow he's like, oh, they got rid of my password. I think of course they did. I love it. Um, so back at the SGC in Bauer's office, Sam confirms that they've got the Naquita like in the device and it's all ready to go. And it's like great. Bauer has a planet selected for testing, and Sam like looks at the report. He gives her and she doesn't like it because the planet supports plant and animal life. And and Bauer's like, it's fine. There's no habitation within 50 miles of the gate. And she's like that. We don't know what this is going to do. That might, even if there's somebody on the other side of the planet, this could still be bad. Like we don't know. So Sam would like time to run some simulations to get a better idea of the destructive power of this device. And he's like, that's not necessary because that's what the testing is for, to figure out what the destructive power of the device is. Sam tries to protest. He's like, nope, denied, we're proceeding. And again, my notes just say, fuck him. Yep. <laughs> Seriously, fuck this guy. Um. So Mayborn is continuing to try and hack in, and Mayborn asks Jack, like, what Jack is planning to do with the information once he gets it. And he's like, you're probably just going to, like, give it to the Pentagon and so they can do all things nice and official and through the proper channels and get having back at the SEC blah, blah, blah. And he like, all that's going to do is piss off the NID and make them come after you. Why don't you use it to like blackmail the NID instead and do things that way.
0: I do kind of like this point where he's like, you are probably just going to be all nice guy about it. That's not actually going to fix anything.
1: I know. I, I, I like that he was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, unfortunately, Mayborn has a point. Yeah. Yeah. And then unfortunately for them, Mayborn's having no luck getting into stuff from like any of the back ends. And uh fun note here, one of the, the like usernames he tries is Menard. In honor of Jim Menard, director of photography. Eh. Eh. Uh, and then we see out the window some like black SUVs pull up with like men in black, and it's like, okay, we gotta go right now. So then cut yep. to several armed men bursting into the apartment. Uh, luckily, Jack and Mayborn have managed to get away through a secret door, which is always cool when apartments have secret doors, and that's like one of those things have ever. Love like, one I, I know I want a secret door in my house, like if I ever get a house and it's big enough to like require to like be able to have like secret passageways and stuff. I, wa- I want like the secret passageway behind the bookcase
0: like I do. I know. But I thought it was funny that in this case, the secret door was behind like a wine closet.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just like a weird like, closet rack thing in a room.
0: Like of all the things to have in the apartment.
1: Yeah, I don't maybe wine it was like a closet. shoe rack. Maybe this would be like a shoe rack or something because it wasn't it, it like had in the, the kitchen.
0: It had distinct indents that I thought. It OK, very wine bodily. But the other okay. thing that I thought was funny is that the secret disc that Mayborn had was hidden in the fridge, like in the <laughs> only object in the apartment yeah he was like surely they won't look for secret information in the only thing in the apartment
1: yeah okay. and it's not even like a regular fridge it's like you know a little dorm fridge that's like please look inside me like uh,
0: floorboards man floorboards come on yeah
1: or in that really skinny closet that's next to the front door, which, what the, what is, what did, did you notice that when they first came into the apartment? Like, what, yeah, like, what, is, what is, that? It was, like, was two something. feet wide. It was, like, a, fo- Maybe. like, what is that? What, what? Maybe that was the shoe closet. What do you put in there? I don't know. It was just so skinny. I don't know. So, outside, Mayborn crosses the street in front of, like, one of those SUVs that had pulled up earlier. The driver, the driver gets out to try and nab him. To which Jack then sneaks up behind him, knocks him out, the guy drops his gun, Mayborn tries to reach for it, Jack gets to it first, and nice try, Mayborn. And they mm. hop, hop in the car, and off they go. Yay! It
0: was a good plan, uh, though, of, of the divide. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Divide and take down?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. The surprise element. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so we get a, a quick scene back at the SGC where the bomb is being prepped, and there's a map already on the planet that's in position. So they proceed with sending the bomb through the gate. Yay! Yeah. Uh, So we cut to Jack and Mayborn, like, in a park, and Jack's on the phone with Daniel back at the SGC, and Daniel's sort of filling Jack in on everything that's happening with, like, the bomb and all of that stuff, and Daniel's like, I don't like this guy, and Jack's like, I know, just, like, sit tight, and hopefully we'll get things back to status quo soon. And Jack then sort of tells Daniel uh, the thing that Mayborn had told him about, if Bauer is actually part of the NID or not, we don't know, so just, you know, be careful around him. Whatever. Either way, he kind of seems like a dangerous guy, whether he's like a naive idiot or actually part of the NID. Neither of those are good things. Mm, no. Uh, this is a really fun fact from the commentary. So uh, behind like Jack and Mayborn, there's like two guys standing at like the hot dog cart back there in the background. Uh, yeah. And those are apparently two reporters from Germany who would like come over to like interview the cast of, for the show and everything. And like they were just like, hey, do you want to be in the show and like put them in there? And they were like super duper excited to like be there. And then, and then when they went back, they kind of became celebrities a little bit because, oh, my God, they got to be in Stargate. And it was like, really oh, that's cool. so funny. I was like, oh, that's so cute and adorable. And yeah. <laughs>
0: They got to live the Hollywood dream, where someone yeah. was like, "Hey, you on set?"
1: <laughs> yup. So I was like, "Oh, that's cute." And like, they apparently like, you know, came back a few times to interview the cast over the years and stuff, and it was like really oh, cool. That's so, so
0: funny. Yeah. That's
1: neat. Yay. Yeah. So uh, Mayborn offers Jack a hot dog, and Jack's like, "Yeah, no, I don't. You make me queasy. I don't want to eat around you." Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so, since Mayborn wasn't able to get what he needed from, like, that apartment, they need to go meet somebody he knows in person. And Mayborn's like, things are about to start getting a lot more unpredictable, and he needs to know if Jack is willing to, like, see this thing through to the end, even with, as things start getting a little a little dicey, I think he mm-hmm. says. Like, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're getting a lot more into, like, the, the gray area. Of stuff.
0: How far down the rabbit hole is he willing to go?
1: Exactly, yes.
0: yes. Mm-hmm.
1: At the SGC, we see the bomb sort of making its way to the target site via the, the camera on the MALP, and Daniel comes running into the control room with Tilk yelling that they need to stop the test because the planet appears to have once been home to a Gould mining operation, which means there's most likely Nakwita still in the soil. And Barbara's like, yeah. But, you know, just traces. And Sam's like, well, the report I read said there was no Naquita. So what's Hmm. going on? Is there Naquita? Is there not? And Sam kind of looks at Byron and is like, you knew. You wanted there to be Naquita. Like, this was the point. Like, you want us to detonate a bomb on a planet with Naquita in the soil to see what it will do. And he's like, yes. Because the ghoul mostly like inhabit planets with nequida like in in their soil. so if this works, this is gonna be a good weapon against the ghouls. And she's like, we might just destroy a planet and also be connected to that planet via the wormhole and that might just fuck over the SGC because we shit happens through wormholes like all the time <laughs> on this show. you know. Radiation, time distortion. Who knows what's gonna happen? And Bauer's like, the risk me. assessment says it's fine. And Sam's like, who's doing these risk assessments? Because it's not me, the smartest person here.
0: So, do you think at this point in time, it was this was like stuff that he was trying to do, or this was stuff that like the NID was feeding to him?
1: Oh, this is this, this is the NID feeding stuff to Bauer for him yeah, to do. Like, yeah,
0: will hey, blow up stuff. It'll be yes. awesome. It'll be yes.
1: Fine. yes, we've done the risk assessment. It's fine. It's like, no, it's not because you're not Sam Carter, the smartest woman on the planet. <laughs> yeah. And again, fuck General Bauer because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> again, <laughs> fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Uh, so Jack and Mayborn pull up to a very fancy house and a maid enters the door and Mayborn asks to see the senator. And she's Hmm. like, they have guests, so it's not a good time. And then the senator comes to the front door. And, oh, my God, look who it is. It's Senator Kinsey, this fucking asshole again. Ah, We hate you. I don't like you. Please go away. But mm." Uh, Uh, so his wife then joins him and invites them in. And, like, Jack introduces himself to Mrs. Kinsey as Starsky and Mr. Hutch. (laughs) How do you not get that joke either? I mean.
0: come
1: on I don't know uh once they're inside uh their their dog comes running up to Jack and fun fact this is actually Richard Dean Anderson's dog oh it's a cute dog her name is Zoe yeah this is this is this is Rick's little doggo who's yes very adorable I think we see her in a later episode I
0: think oh okay cool see her again
1: Um, so, so, like, the whole Starsky and Hutch thing comes up, and she, like, she doesn't get it, and Kinsey tries to explain it, and they're, like, and she's, like, oh, so you're actors, and he's just, like, (sighs) Yeah. Let's go talk in my study. Away from white But, like, (laughs) but, like, she gives them a look after they walk off camera that, like, she, like, so was she just playing them? Like, does she know what's going on? Like, I don't know. She gives them a look. Like, Hmm. It was it was interesting.
0: Mm. I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't. I got it. Uh, so back at the SGC, uh, the bomb is in position on the planet, and they detonate it. The map that was in place to observe it is destroyed, obviously. Uh, the Stargate, however, is not destroyed, and we get gamma radiation coming through the gate. The, uh, the very the like the very bad kind. Uh, they can't manually shut down the gate. They do manage to get the iris closed, and that helps a bit. And Sam tells Bauer that they have to evacuate since there's no way of knowing if the iris will hold. Through this radiation, Bauer just kind of stands there looking panicked like, it was supposed to shut down, it was supposed to be destroyed. And she's like, hey, can we get everybody out of base, please? And I love everybody's
0: face in the room is just like, <sighs> this idiot. Uh-huh.
1: You so he's probably going
0: to kill us all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he finally looks over nods at Sam who gets over the base intercom to order for the evacuation by the order of General Bauer and then she says that they can monitor the monitor the situation from a room on level 16 and Bauer asks her what's going to happen. She's like, "I don't know. How how can I know what's going to You didn't let me run any tests. I have no idea what's going to happen." Mm-hmm. And we get Daniel's little comment of "Guess your risk assessment didn't cover this." Ooh, zing. Ooh, burn. Oh, love it so much. Okay. um, Here's my question to you. So one of the things I saw on, like, message boards as I was doing a research for this episode was a couple people commenting that once Sam kind of realized that what Bauer wanted to do was not safe or good, like, could a slash should Sam have, like, sabotaged the bomb in some way so that it like wouldn't explode cuz it's like Bauer wouldn't have known either way like he would have pushed the button and just nothing would have happened and she'd been like oh no what happened i don't know this is very strange everything was fine like what i don't know what what do you think about that about sam you know like
0: i that? actually had the same thought too where i feel like that's kind of what she should have done because obviously, eventually they'd be like, well, you're not giving us any results and you're not getting anything done, so we're going to replace you. But it Mm -hmm. definitely would have, you know, bided some time. Right. Before whatever happened, whatever, you know, the plot, as it were. Yes. Um, But I I had the same thought, too, that I kind of feel like that's something she should have done.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Although, I mean, if, uh she didn't have the report that there was naquada on the planet maybe she thought differently of what was going to happen
1: true yeah but you're still exploding a very powerful nuclear weapon on an alien planet that you don't know who who's there because you haven't done a whole planet-wide survey you've done a survey of 50 miles around the gate but that's you know right old, you know yeah. a penny you yeah. know yeah. anyway okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kinsey, Jack, and Mayborn are talking in a study, and they want the NID information from Kinsey, and Kinsey tries to play it like he has no idea what they're talking about. It's like, you, of course you know what we're talking about. Like, we're not idiots. You know, we know, you know, we know, whatever. Like, and Kinsey's like, I'm gonna go back to my party with very important people, and Jack's like, well, I'm not leaving until we get what we came for, and Senator Kinsey's like, oh, or else what? And Jack's like, or I might just shoot you. It's like, please, please shoot Senator Kinsey. Please,
0: please, Jack, do
1: it. Uh, I
0: know, he pulled that out, and I was like, where has he been hiding that the
1: whole time? <laughs> he, pulled it, he pulled it off the driver he knocked out.
0: Oh, I didn't even see that.
1: Yeah. Okay, did we see him do that, and I yes. missed it? Oh, yeah. okay, because like Mayborn tried to grab the gun too, and Jack was like, "It." Eh, oh, nope. that was the same gun. Okay.
0: Yeah. Got exactly. it.
1: Okay,
0: yeah. he had the gun that he took off of Mayborn, which got it. Yeah.
1: Okay. I didn't put that together. Okay. <laughs> uh, so back at the SGC, up in level 16, uh, things aren't, aren't really looking that great. Uh, the iris is holding for now, but it's definitely heating up, and there's a very real possibility that the gate could stay powered for months because the map was destroyed. So they have no idea what's going on on the other side of the wormhole. Uh, Bauer suggests setting the auto-destruct and they don't even know if that will work. And he's like, well, it would be buried." And she's and Sam's like, the radiation would still get out. Even if the gate is buried, like we've seen the gate survive a meteor. So you idiot, like <laughs> again, About you're that. an idiot. Like this, even blowing up the self-destruct with the base, there's no guarantee the gate would shut down from that. And he's like, okay, so now what? And she's like, well, we could wait Good. for, like, the thir- the 38-minute window and just see if the gate shuts down on its own. Because that's, that's all yeah. that we can do right now. And as a time check, it's currently approaching 21 minutes that the gate has been active. So, mm-hmm. okay. So Mayborn is going through Kinsey's computer while Jack and Kinsey just, like, snark at each other. And this whole scene is just amazing. And they're so good. They're so good.
0: Again, I was imagining Mayborn in the background, like, hacking into top-secret government computer. (laughs) Double-click on it. I really was hoping that they would have had some sort of funny thing where, like, he pulls up some sort of weird website. Or at least... You know, maybe that they did that in the bloopers, but I was imagining it myself He would have pulled up some sort of like weird porn site or something.
1: <laughs> well, if you if, if you look closely enough, you can see he's not actually on the Internet. He's just on like the C drive of the computer because that's how effects worked back then. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so like. Senator Kinsey, like, threatens the other members of SG-1 and blah, blah, blah. And Jack's like, whatever. And then Kinsey tries to play this off like he's doing the Lord's work to save this country. And that just pisses Jack off because how dare he, the self-righteous son of a bitch? Like, where does he get off? You wanted to shut us down. Now you're in bed with the NID. Like, what? Like, screw screw you. You're a horrible person and I hate you. It's basically yeah. where Jack's coming from.
0: He does make the one, which I imagine also kind of is like a fandom point, though. He does say something about, like, you put the planet at risk on a daily basis. I, yeah. He said that. I was kind of like, ah, uh, yeah, you kind yeah. of do. <laughs> Let,
1: yeah. Eh, but why? <laughs> yeah. But also, just screw you, as a nerd, Kinsey, We hate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um.
1: So Mayborn has got what they need that basically proves Kinsey's connection to the NID and like the 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 project that was being run out of Area Fifty-One and all of that. And Jack tells Kinsey to get Hammond reinstated, or he'll send the disc that now has this information on it to the press. Kinsey tries to call his bluff, but Jack just calls it right back because once the NID know that the information came from Kinsey, they're probably not going to let him live. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, And then more governmental black cars show up. So now they got to go from there. A very quick shot back at the SGC of the iris glowing a very bright red as they approach the 38-minute mark. Back at Kinsey's, Jack and Mayborn think that maybe they're okay because there's no way, like, those men in black are going to storm into the senator's home with everybody downstairs, which may be true. But also, Jack and Mayborn still need to get out of the house. So Jack takes out his phone and calls somebody. Question mark. We don't know who. We'll see.
0: I know. It was a very very interesting audible that he pulled. I liked that. Yes.
1: So, back at the SGC, the wormhole hits the 38-minute mark, and nothing. The gate Oops. is still on. Uh, Bauer excuses himself to the surface to call the president because it's so much safer up there. Thank you, Sam, for making that joke. Uh, and Everybody kind of files out of the room, but, and Tilke is the last to leave. And then the gate shuts down. Yay. Yay. Uh. To give General Bauer a little bit of ado, he does apologize to Sam for not, like, listening to her about this whole thing. Still don't like him, but at least we we do get that from him. So, yeah, got to give him that. Yeah. Uh, Back at Kinsey's house, uh, they're just leaving through the front door, and we see the, like, the men in black start to approach when They are swarmed by a mass of reporters. Uh, Senator Kinsey waves off the men in black And Jack and Mayborn drive off As Kinsey announces his run for the presidency I know, I love too How the reporters come out And they're like, sir, can you
0: confirm your run For the candidacy? And instead of being like, what? I have no idea what you're talking about This is crazy, man, so I don't know where you got the support He's like,
1: well
0: this is I didn't want to do it any.
1: <laughs> I didn't want to do it this way But since you're here
0: <laughs>
1: Might as well <laughs> Surprise
0: I did think that was really funny Yeah
1: that was That was that was very good audible that Jack called on that That's Yep yeah. mm-hmm. So
0: what do you think Jack would have said on the phone
1: uh, I think he Called a reporter that he Knows in D.C. from Something and was like Kinsey wants to run for president Do you want the scoop show up here At this time like in 20 minutes or something like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of yeah. course, once that reporter gets it, then it just spreads to everybody and is like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, back at the SGC, General Hammond is back. Yay. Yay. He uh, didn't even he,
0: unpack his boxes.
1: Nope. It's just he's back. and That's all that we need to know. Uh, Yay. So, he and Jack are both looking forward to the debriefing with Sam and we get Hammond asking Jack what do I owe you for this and Jack goes continued latitude patience and understanding so just be yourself sir yeah and a fun fact so both Jack and Hammond have what sort of look like ballpoint pens clipped to their shirts and yeah i noticed that so those are actually devices to measure radiation oh and so when i saw that like in the like the trivia i was like okay So how quickly does gamma radiation, like, decay? Like, are they even safe to be there? Like, what's going on? Well, we don't know
0: how, how, you know, late after the other scene this is, really.
1: Right. So, but I did look up the decay rate of gamma radiation Mm -hmm. to see. So per the Encyclopedia Britannica, seven hours after a nuclear explosion, residual radioactivity will have decreased to about 10% of its amount in one hour, and after another 48 hours, it will have decreased to 1%. So, gamma radiation apparently decays quite quickly.
0: And is 1%, I mean, I guess if we really didn't know what it was before, I wouldn't be able to answer if it was safe, but okay, got it. Yeah. Got that one one, out in my own head.
1: Yeah. mm -hmm. So, apparently it's been probably two, three days since at least. Probably a week or so, I would say. Yeah. Given that Bauer had to wrap things up and Hammond had to come back and all that stuff. Uh, so then Hammond's phone rings and hey, it's for Jack. Uh, guess who? So? It's Mayborn, who's off on in some tropical tropical paradise because he, ah. of course, emailed himself a copy of the blackmail that he gave to Jack on that disc. And so Kinsey very graciously let Mayborn await his execution at a much nicer nicer facility. That he then escaped from? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes? Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he's like, thanks, Jack. So uh, after he hangs up, Jack brings up, like, you know, the thing of, like, Hammond, what do I owe you? And Jack's like, well, nothing right now. But one day I may ask you to buy back my soul. And then the episode was supposed to end there on Jack, but then when they were filming Mayborn's part of this, he did the thing where the episode actually ends, where he just, like, grabs a woman and, like, dances off with her, <laughs> and so <laughs> that, like, that wasn't in the script, that was just something Tom did, and they decided, well, that's a much better end than just ending on, like, Jack's face, so yeah,
0: was- that's the end I was a little surprised that um, Hammond wasn't way more shocked when Jack gets on the phone and it says Mayborn <laughs> And and Hammond would have realized who he was talking to on the red phone.
1: And then when
0: Jack's like, someday I'll need you to buy back my soul. And Hammond's just like, okay, you got like, he wasn't.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He was somehow
0: like fine with it.
1: I I mean, I I do wonder how much Jack told Hammond like before this. I I mean, I do imagine Jack probably went back to Hammond and be like, we got this. You're going to be back. Yeah. You know. I I do imagine that Jack went back and talked to Hammond before he was brought back to the SGC. So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, that's true. He was kind of expecting Mayborn.
1: Yeah, but
0: yeah. Other than that, I was like, why has not he way more surprised on the phone? That's reserved <laughs> that's for the president.
1: Yes. Although, yeah. does Hammond have a non-red phone in his office, or does he only have that one phone? Only. Oh, that's a very good point. I may have to pay attention in the next episode if Hammond has multiple phones or not in his office.
0: Yeah, I thought the red phone was like specific top presidential calls so that you know who's calling and you better know that damn phone.
1: But it does seem like every time Hammond's on the phone, it's the red phone. So maybe he only has
0: the red phone. Well what does that say about Hammond? He's just that cool that he only <laughs> he only receives top secret awesome yes. super top
1: yes. phone calls. Yes. Yeah. To order lunch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's the end of the episode. So Rachel, do you have any memos for us this week?
0: I don't well. The only memo I could possibly come up with, because there weren't really a lot of like plot holes with this Mm -hmm. one, because most of it was just like, fuck that guy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But it seemed like the only thing that really kind of foiled everybody's plan was how much they were followed. So I would say, you know, always assume you're being followed is my is my thing. And I really wanted to make some sort of memo in regards to how much I loved Mayborn's internet hacking, but like <laughs> that really wouldn't be a Stargate memo. So I just went
1: with always assume you're being followed. Okay. Yep. That works. Yeah. 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 Um, so the title of this week, Chain Reaction. Uh first up, all of the foreign territories were also Chain Reaction, so that's not fun. Um so I think this week there's sort of the chain reaction of Hammond's retirement set off this whole chain of things uh, that led to Mayborn being free and no longer in prison, which is a very unexpected result of Hammond retiring, and therefore Mayborn is no longer in jail. Mayborn! Uh, (laughs) But then, again, there's also the chain reaction of the bomb being exploded off-world and the destruction of that planet and... Almost, but unfortunately not, the destruction of the SGC, so. Yeah.
0: So do we think that means that Stargate is basically just floating in space?
1: Um, it might be, like, solidified in, like, molten plasma, as Sam says.
0: Yeah. You know. Probably more likely.
1: Like, the, you know, the soil turned to, like, liquid, but then cools, and the Stargate's just, like, stuck in the solid rock now?
0: Hmm. Probably.
1: Possibly. Yeah. You know. Mm. So overall, what do we think? Do we like this episode? I think I think this is another good one. Again, season four, a lot of really good episodes. Yeah, I liked it. There
0: wasn't I mean, there was a lot of fuck that guy. But um <laughs> but I mean there weren't a lot of like plot holes that made me angry and I really enjoyed yes. the hacker typey typey. So Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and for like an Earthbound episode, which are always a little kind of iffy sometimes because this is Stargate, we should be going through the Stargate. Like the Stargate still played a major role in the episode, so I didn't really like miss it. If you yeah, will. whenever
0: whenever we deal with like on planet governmental stuff, it always just has this over overwhelming feeling of like government <sighs> <German> sucks. <laughs> <I> do yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember ones that are like, yay, the the US government was awesome. But usually it's just to facilitate, like, politicians are stupid.
1: I mean, anytime we get Major Davis is good, and he's technically like a governmental dude because he works at the Pentagon.
0: True, but he is always forced to be like the middleman, just being like, don't shoot me, I just have to report. (laughs) all of this crazy yeah. and i don't know how i'm gonna do that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah anyway all right well thank you everybody for listening as always you can find us on twitter and we're 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 still there for now we'll see how things go with twitter and the whole elon musk situation of it all uh anyway yeah we're we're still there for now
0: Tweet us while you can.
1: Tweet us, yeah, tweet us while you can. So we're on Twitter at SG underscore Rewatch or send us an email at woo, that's W-O-O-S-G Rewatch at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us, please. And we will see you next time for 2010. Bye.
0: Bye.